Jill in San Francisco Bay Area. Jill lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but wait, stop, stop, stop for a second. Stop. Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. <laughs> Hi, Mike. What? <laughs> Down the spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Yellow, Mike. Yellow, Joe, and yellow. Everyone listening, my name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another, and we catch up. Yes, we do. So let's catch up. What's going on? Um, well, you know, I have an immediate update to last week's episode. Great. Last week, I discussed a person that I was talking to in Grinder that had oh, uh-huh. met. Peter whatnot, Parker. Peter, Peter Parker. We called him. Yes, we called him. Friendly neighborhood uh, Grinder man. Mm-hmm. Um, why on Monday did I, at some point Monday, I got a text from him saying, uh, I listened to your podcast, and I don't think we should talk anymore. What? <laughs> Wait, really? He listened to the Vegas episode? Oh, because was it because you're racist? No, he likes racist, though, doesn't he? No, no, he's super Christian. I think he was offended by the watermelon stuff. How's that offensive to a Christian? I think because it was super... Mike, He, I wasn't joking when I said he wore a purity ring. <laughs> So wait, is Peter Parker then just out of the question, out of the picture? Yeah, we texted a little back, back and forth, and he said he just wasn't really interested. Now maybe he was using that as his out, mm-hmm. but I do know he was very, very like Christian, like really, really like, like we won't even hold hands until like date six. Right, we did talk about that. Yeah, and I and I happened to be like very like super nice and not dirty. On um, when I was talking to him, right. I was not putting out my my real Jonas out there. He asked if he could listen to the podcast, and I said, "Well, I prefer you didn't." But obviously, he preferred to listen. Right. Well, that was the thing too. Like I was like, I, "You can't. You're not allowed to hold it against me if you go and listen." But he he held it against me. That's not true. That's far from true, Joe. Why? If he chooses to listen, I told him, listen, there's, there's, you know, this podcast is not safe for work. Yeah, but if you on the show are talking about like, oh, I have, you know, 10 boyfriends and I'm tricking this one Christian guy I met on Grindr. Let's say, for example, you said something like that. And he's like, well, you're like, well, I told him not to listen. Like, he's judging based on something you put out there, regardless of if you wanted him to hear it or not. Well, that wasn't the case here. I, th- I think it was. I think the, it's exactly the case. I think it was the Adam stuff that bothered him. The, the watermelon. Oh, the porn video. Uh, yeah, on the Las Vegas uh, live episode, we had a lengthy discussion that went very dirty <laughs> about uh, a person there who had made a porn video of himself uh, having sex with a watermelon and a cantaloupe. 
Right. Don't forget the cantaloupe. No. Poor, poor cantaloupe. Which is so funny because this story wasn't meant to be the story. This story is just to be like a throwaway. Like, yeah, he's gone. The actual story is so like literally the same day he ended things. I went back on Grinder. Right. <laughs> well, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mike, I was almost murdered. Why? You showed up at someone's house? So this guy just messages me out of the blue, right? And it's just, and I hate these fucking grinder posts, man, but where it's just a torso. And here's the funny thing with these grinder profiles that are just torsos. They're the ones that always have in their grinder profile, uh, have a face pic, please. Yeah. And I'm like, Dick, really? What about you? Right? What, what is your grinder picture? Oh, uh, it's just Adam Vaught. Like, maybe I should update it, because the picture is, like, four years old. Took a picture of me. It's a really good picture of me. It's me. A really good picture of me. Uh, He took it, um, gosh, like, four years ago. And it's that picture. Okay. It's me. I mean, Four years is not that big of a difference at your age. (laughs) Like, if an 18-year-old had a four-year-old picture, that'd be different. Yeah. But as a 40-year-old man... Four years is not that big of a deal. Forty. <laughs> okay. So moving go go on. go. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so this guy messages me, which is part of this, right? He's twenty, and he's messaging okay. me, and he's just a torso, right? Was it a good torso? It was a good torso. Yeah. And he, I go, oh hey, and he goes, hey, and he goes, where's your location? Like immediately wants me to send him my location, which I don't think I've even. I know you can do it. I don't think I've ever done that on grinder yeah right so on grinder if you don't know you have the ability to send like the exact coordinates of where you're at exactly so anyway i I said no it's okay i'm fine right and he goes um i go do you have a face pic and he sends like a face picture but it's literally like the the haziest like picture of him at a wedding Mm -hmm. right and I was like, mm, do you have anything more normal? And he goes, I don't really have pictures on my phone. And then I was like, okay, faker. Who'd, yeah, who doesn't have pictures on their phone? Well, then he goes, but then he, he ups the ante. He goes, tell me what to do, and I'll take a picture right now. Oh. And I go, stick your tongue out. Boom, instantly. F- picture of him with his face, with his tongue, t- tongue sticking out. Okay. And I go, okay, how about wink with your left eye? Boom. Instantly, picture of him winking with his left eye, right? And I'm like, whoa, I think this guy's the real deal. And he's super cute, 20-year-old. Well, I mean, he says he's 20, right? Super cute, right? Early 20s guy, I'll give him that. And uh, he goes, uh, let's, he, and then he goes, let's meet up right now. I want to have sex. Like, super aggressive. Okay. And I'm like, uh, can we meet for coffee? For No, I don't have time for this. Uh, let's just do sex. And I go, okay. well, I don't know. And then he goes... And then it's like night. It's like nighttime now, right? And he goes, uh, here's where I am. And he sends me his location. And it's like in the woods of Topanga. Like deep. You have to like drive deep into like the forest up a big mountain, a forest mountain. He goes, yeah, I'm on this isolated piece of property in an Airstream trailer. Come over right now. Let's have sex. Uh, in a trailer? In, in a random Airstream trailer on an, on an isolated piece of property in the mountains. Like, if I screamed, no one would hear me. Right. So, fuck or that. Or the camera crew comes out and they're like, excuse me, Joe. Well, he's why are you? 20. I know. 
but it sounds very like to catch a predator. Oh, I, well, oh, really? It sounded to me just more like uh, predator to catch me. <laughs> to catch a victim. That's what it sounded like to me. So wait, so, you just didn't meet up with him? No, no, I was going to get murdered, Mike. He was a murderer. This is a murderer. Joe, you are the worst fucking gay guy. Somebody offers to have sex with you and you don't go? I wish somebody offered to have sex with me. I wish somebody wanted to kill me. People offer. I, <laughs> I think that's actually a quote from one of the episodes where I said, I wish somebody would have sex with me and kill me. Okay, well, obviously, I don't know myself. Yes, I guess I'm the worst fucking gay guy ever. You would, you would seriously beat me up if the shoe was on the other foot. You would not let this just go. And I'm going to tell you something. I didn't want to mention this. He had, he said, oh, I have an eight and a half inch penis. And I was like, okay, bullshit, right? He mm-hmm. goes, tell me what angle. Tell me anything you want. And I'll send it to you. Girl, this, his penis was so big. It was deformed. That's how big it was. Like, the, like, like, like in other words, his penis couldn't support its own weight. <laughs> and it curved very sharply to the left. It looked like it was, it looked like it was um, a gun or something like that. It was crazy. I'll send you pictures later. <laughs> oh wait, can I send you a picture? You're you're like a married man. I don't know if I can send you pictures. You can send me pictures. Oh, okay. Um that sounds like a really interesting um evening. I think the story would have been better if you actually went though. No, because it would have been catching up with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Mike and <laughs> Joe's dead. <laughs> I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe is dead in LA. <laughs> Um, and so, still, I'd get more hate mail. See, <laughs> you're the victim of a heinous crime, and people still like me better. Um, I, Joey, I have a story that I want to get to that happened to me this week, and I hope that you're on my side. Um, because Rodka wasn't exactly on the same page as me, but I went to uh this restaurant yesterday morning for breakfast and it's right by my house it's called the next door cafe and they serve like comfort food and um like chicken and waffles kind of stuff so good can i go there when i visit you yeah okay it's well wait till you hear the story though it's not exactly soul food but they have some soul food stuff um it's good the waitress there there's one waitress i've ever had i've only been there twice and she's not a great waitress in fact she's really bad the last time i was there we were waiting for the check for so long that I finally stood up and like the manager was walking around. I was like, Hey, can you take care of our bill? Cause we've been waiting a long time and got to go. So he took my card. And then when the waitress came back, she was like, uh, you shouldn't have stood up to do that because he almost charged the wrong table on your card. And I was like, uh, we just have been waiting a long time. And like, she was like argumentative about it instead of you think apologetic. Like, I'm sorry. It took me so long. I haven't given you your tip yet. You know what I mean? Like you should be nice still. So that happened, and then when we were sitting there waiting um, for our food, um, we heard her get in a fight with the table next to us. She delivered their food, and they were like, oh, this isn't what she ordered. And she's like, yeah, it is. I see it every day. That's exactly what it is. And we're like, it was just a weird, just a weird, she's she's weird. So that happened, and this story actually isn't about the waitress, but I'm sitting there. We're drinking coffee. These ladies come in that it was raining. And is Rod were, Kyle with you? Yeah, me and Rod Kai are eating breakfast. All right. These ladies come in that were eat that uh, were running, so they're kind of all wet because it's raining outside. 
and they sit down and they get lattes. I hear all of them order three lattes. They bring it to the table and we're just doing our own thing. And they're kind of sitting like catty corner to us. And um, all of a sudden the lady's kind of like looking around at all the tables. And I see her step up. When the woman brought us our coffee, the waitress, she also brought cream and sugar. The woman comes up to our table and she was like, can I have these? To the sh- Pointing to the sugar. And so this is one of the ladies who came in and ordered a latte. Yeah, and she okay. was gonna take the sugar from our table. Yeah. And it kind of was weird, but I wasn't done. I was still drinking coffee, so I would need more. So I took all the Splenda out of it and like kind of looked at her weird. I was like, Well, I'm still using these and she was like, You're not done? I was like Ew. Yeah. And I was like, No, not done. Maybe you should ask the waitress for sugar. I don't know. And then she, as she walked back from the table, she put her hands up like defensively and she was like, sorry. That's weird, right? And inappropriate. I, inappropriate. She, cause, okay. What she should have done, and I've done this, is, okay, are you done with the story? Yeah. I just okay. wanted to say, like, basically, she was unhappy that she didn't have sugar. I get sure. that because she had her coffee sitting there getting cold. She should be unhappy. I don't think anything's wrong with that. But to come bring her unhappiness onto me. Like no. that's not between no. that's not between me and you. That's no. between you and the waitress. You deal with it. She had two options. No, she had three options. One, find the waitress. Yeah. Two. Go to an empty table and get their uh, coffee. Yeah. Well, there weren't any sugars on the empty tables. They only bring it with the coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three. Well, go to the goddamn counter and say, "Hey, look, we didn't get any uh, sugars. Can I get some sugars? Yeah. For my coffee." There's a why coffee you... bar at this place. Like it's a there's a whole coffee area. She could have went up and done it. I yeah. was just so angry incorrect. about that it. Was incorrect. It was so weird and like the defensive like sorry. Like it was my fault for being upset that she came to take it. Ugh. And so then I sat there <laughs> at breakfast the entire time and just like hated this woman. And Rodkyle was like, yeah, it was kind of weird, but he was like not as angry as I was. <laughs> for some reason it like ruined my morning. You that know, she would even I, do this. Uh, depending on how she did it, I can imagine how she did it. I I flip out on those kinds of things. Like, yeah. flip out. You know, I actually, believe it or not, really don't say things to people. Mm-hmm. What, what people would probably be surprised is as you are more likely to say something to someone than I am. True, true. Right? I'm just, we'll just sit there and stew, you know? Yeah. So, like, when she did this, I said, you should ask your waitress. Yeah. And you, you wouldn't have said that. You would have just let her have it. I would let her have it and then let me like fucking hating her, right? Yeah, but yeah. I was at a supermarket one time. It was like, and I think it was like around the holidays. And my father and I had a basket full of food. And we were in line. And then the woman, you know, like one of the checkout girls went to like, because all the la- lanes were being used. She went, she said, I'll, t- I'll help you guys. But she took us to like the express lane. Mm-hmm. But she grabbed us and said, I'll help you guys, right? So we're like, okay. So we go over there. We start putting our stuff on. Then this fucking annoying bitch behind us, she walks up with her basket full of food. And she's on her phone, mm-hmm. right? And she starts talking shit really loud about me. Like, yeah, there's some guy here who obviously doesn't know how to read, you know, because it says 15 items or less. And he's putting a whole basket full of food. And I've never done this before. I stopped and was like, listen, cunt. I was like. <laughs> You did not color oh, a cunt. Oh, yeah. My dad was standing right there. I go, listen, cunt. <laughs> this fucking bitch. No, I didn't say the fucking bitch about the cashier. I go, this woman told us to come here. So why don't you shut your fucking mouth on the goddamn oh, phone? Oh, my God. And like, I flipped out on her. My dad was like holding me back. 
right? <laughs> yeah. The woman just like walked away from her basket full of food and left the supermarket. I really? Felt, yes. I felt so victorious. Joe. Well, that's she was pretty bad. I would have said something, I know, but I don't I wouldn't have called her a cunt. I go I jumped a cunt really fast. One time I was in a I was leaving this was work related. I was going to like this copy center and there it shared parking lots with the McDonald's and I was going like really slow, like parking lot speed to get out and this woman swerved in um, and the way it was set up, it was like almost so one car could go and one could come, but not two at the same time. Yeah. So I had to like stop because she was going too fast. It was whatever. And her window was down and my window was down. And I knew she was going to the McDonald's parking lot the way it was set up. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I feel so bad for saying this, but I said out my window, I was like, can't get in the way of a fat girl on her McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad for the rest of the day for saying that. But like. It really just annoyed me. But I am one to say something, but not necessarily one to like, I would never call a person a cunt. I don't now, think. do you get nervous or anything after you do it? Well, like not, my heart beats. Yeah. My heart that is happened pounding. to me yeah. that. There was another time when cause you said McDonald's. I was at McDonald's over where we used to work. Mm-hmm. And it was early in the morning. It was kind of empty. And I was sitting there eating wood. I don't even know if it was breakfast or lunch. I want to say it was breakfast. And this older man, I would probably say in his early 60s, was screaming at this girl for getting his order wrong. Like, screaming. And my blood, like, boiled. And I got up. And I was like, listen, cunt. No. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was like, hey, 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 don't talk to her like that. And he was like, fuck you. What's none of your fucking business? And I took $20 out of my wallet. And I threw it at him. I go, go buy, go buy your fucking breakfast somewhere else. And yeah. he like, he didn't take the money, but he just like stormed out. Like, su- and he was one of the people that like an old white man. So he was like super red in the face. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was hoping for some free McDonald's. I got nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Like nothing. a free c- refill of coffee or you know, something? The only time I ever got free McDonald's was, this is a true story. The first time I ever did stand up comedy ever. Somebody called me the next day, and they go, I saw you do stand-up comedy. I'm a producer. I produce commercials. I want to hire you for a commercial. Yeah. It's a Spanish-language commercial. Right. The train conductor thing or something, right? Have I talked about that in the show already? Uh, no, but I've seen, the, I've seen the commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then I call. I go, like, oh, they want me to be a fat guy or something like that. She goes, I saw you do your stand-up. We're doing a commercial, and we need a guy to be, like, a total asshole dick jerk and we thought you'd be perfect we're just gonna cast you on the spot and i was like what so i had to play this dick asshole in like a spanish language commercial luckily i don't speak spanish so i didn't have to speak anything i was just a like silent character yeah okay so this commercial was everywhere i guess right i went to mcdonald's and they were like oh you're the guy from the commercial and they gave me my food for free <laughs> it was in santa Ana. that's funny yeah that's an interesting story. I've yeah. seen the commercial. I didn't know about the McDonald's stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, real quick, though, I speaking of telling people off and, like, your heart pounding and stuff, one time I was at a Starbucks. This was a couple months ago. I was at a Starbucks. I put I had the newspaper. I was going to read it over my, um, my drink, and I put it on a seat to, like, kind of save my seat and then went to order, and I got the drink really quick. And when I came back, the newspaper was gone. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Somebody took my newspaper? And then in the chair next to me, there was this new, like, an older guy sitting there reading the Oakland Tribune. And I was like, ah, uh, this man thought it was just an extra uh. newspaper. So I was going to be nice. So I was like, hey, this is my paper. I, let's share it. Why don't I take these sections? When you're done with that, give it back. Whatever, right? And so I said that Perfectly to him. Perfectly reasonable. And, Perfectly reasonable. And, and he was like, this isn't your paper. <gasps> I, I got this delivered to my house. Like, and I was like blood boiling, like ready to turn to like yell at him. Meanwhile, the Starbucks employee behind me, he was like, oh, was that yours? I threw it away. I didn't know it was oh, yours. Let me grab no. one. <laughs> So they, the, he was like cleaning up, and he clean, he threw the newspaper away, thinking someone just uh-huh. left it in the seat. As I was telling off an old man. Super embarrassing. What else happened to you? Anything yeah. great you want to talk about? So my mom and dad have this like, I he's more than a handyman because he's actually very very talented, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, since my parents started using him, his name's Lalo, right? And he's an illegal immigrant. And since my parents started using him, like, everybody uses him now because he's really, really good. He can do everything. Like, you name it around the house, he can do. And he's amazing. Okay? Lalo. And he's youngish. I would say he's somewhere between my age and your age. Okay. And I think he's actually a nice-looking guy. You know? He's okay-looking. There's nothing wrong with him. And I remember my parents have used him for years. And until he got married recently, there was kind of speculation, like, we think Lalo's gay. Right? right, but then he got married, and everyone stopped talking about that. Right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you something. I think he's gay. Still, yeah, because every he has these helper workers that come with him. Mike, I'm not. I have. I took pictures to show. I have this cousin Richard. He's um a week younger than me, and he's gay. Mm-hmm. And I was sending him pictures to tell him this theory that he's gay because all his helper workers are like. Really, like, cute, young Mexican guys. Okay. There's no ugly one in the bunch. And that I'm doesn't like, really make him gay, though, does it? And then they have sex. That the okay. Time. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, well, it's um, kind of like your own hiring practices. You're gay and you hire... Actually, let me see. I mean, some of them listen to this show. Shane was cute, but like, actually, well, I guess Jason was cute too. Jason was Jonathan's boyfriend at the time. But mm-hmm. um, there was some people in the middle who weren't very cute. Okay. So anyway. Um, <laughs> awkward. Sorry. <laughs> I know, super awkward. Okay. I hope they don't listen to the show. All right. So um, anyway, but that's not, again, that's not the story. So my mom is like, hey, do you want to come with me? I have to go to this place called Contractor's Warehouse. And I guess it's where they rent equipment to people who work in houses. Mm-hmm. And I go, why? And she goes, oh, Lala's doing some work for us, and he needs me to rent him some equipment. And I go, uh, well, why doesn't he just do it? And she's like, oh, because he's a legal immigrant. He doesn't have a driver's license. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I guess they just passed a law that illegal immigrants can get driver's licenses now. Right. The only reason I know about this is because some fucking Republican bitch on my Facebook was like, what is it? This is ridiculous. Illegal immigrants can get driver's licenses now. This is horrible. That means they can vote. A, no, it doesn't. Right. Okay. B, um, you. this is the best part with Republicans. They fucking will just um, spite their nose. What, what's the thing about your face and your nose? I don't remember. You I know, know what you're Oh, talking cut about. off their yeah. nose to spite their face. Yeah. Okay. Because the reason you want illegal immigrants to have a driver's license because you can't get insurance 
right. unless you have a driver's license. And if they fucking hit your car, you're shit out of luck, bitch. All right? right. You want right. to have driver's licenses. Anyway, my mom, I tell my mom that. She goes, Lala's not an idiot, right? Because if he gets a driver's license, then the government's going to know exactly where to find him and pick him up. So he's not going to get a driver's license. She goes, you know how these... She's not... It was weird. It, it, it's something that was really hard to translate over um, the podcast. It wasn't necessarily, like, looking down on him. But it was very, like, Mexican to Mexican, you know, being like, ugh, you know these illegals, you know? Hmm. And and so there's, cause there's that. She was like, oh, they don't have a license, you know? They're, now there's a problem, you know? Mm-hmm. So we go to contractor's warehouse. My mom goes, okay, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to rent it for him and I'll come back. She comes back outside five minutes later. She forgot yes. her driver's license. <laughs> and I had to go and in so there. so did you guys have to go? Oh, you I did had, it with yours. I did it with mine. Oh, so. did you ever fix your stupid? Remember yours was expired. Shh, no, I haven't fixed it yet. Look, I'm super... <laughs> I, you know, I come down on somebody, I'm not going to say who, who doesn't have his driver's license. And I'm like, dude, you got to go get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm no better. I, I just hate going to the, because I found out that I have to go to the DMV to renew the license. And I just fucking hate going to the DMV. I hate it. That's the only reason I haven't gotten it done. I hate going to the DMV. Hate it. Just take care of it. I'm going to take care of it, but it's annoying. But I it, had, um... they didn't notice, so. I had to go. Yeah, I know. It's so ghetto. The legal immigrant doesn't have his driver's license. My mom forgot it, and mine's expired. <laughs> you can take the Mexican out of East L.A., but you can't take the East L.A. out of the Mexican. <laughs> I had this this past week, Um, I think I told you on the last episode that Rod Kyle had planned, like, a mystery date for me. Oh, yeah. So we, before the date on his birthday, I was sitting with one of his coworkers, and we were talking, and the coworker, she was like, oh, yeah, I hear, uh, you and Rodkai are going to uh, uh, Oakland A's game pretty soon, aren't you? Oh, she ruined the fucking mystery date. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, but we're how going did to she the find Oakland out? A's. Well, like, he had told her he bought tickets. How does he know her? Co- his coworker. Oh, his coworker. Yeah, that was yeah, your coworker. Yeah. No, his coworker. So this whole time I was like, oh, what time does the game start? When When are we going to the game? And he was like, well, maybe we're not going to the game, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty sure we were going to a game. And <clears throat> then I asked what we should be wearing. And he said, it doesn't, like, layers would be good for inside or outside. And he was like, maybe some, like, comfortable shoes because we'll be standing a lot. And I was like, standing? Like, you don't stand at a baseball game. And then when I get there, I get to his house, actually. Um, I still don't know where we're going. And um, I'm walking around his house. And he was like, are, are those the only socks you brought? I was like, yeah. And he was like, you might need a change of socks, so let's grab an extra pair of socks to bring. So then I'm like, well, maybe we're not going to a baseball game because what do you need an extra pair of socks at a baseball game for, right? Cut to you guys are playing in the baseball game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he kind of was tricking me about all of that, but then – as we're sitting there, he's texting a cousin of his that was going to drive up to Oakland to celebrate a birthday that night. And we were arranging like to meet up after our, our our event, whatever it was. And he was like, I keep texting him and I told him that we should the we should be done with the game around 10. I was like, oh, so we are going to a game. So he that's how the cover was blown. We went to an Oakland A's game. The sock thing was just to throw me off. 
standing was just to throw me off. But we went to the game. It was the first Oakland. It was the first baseball game I've been to while living in the Bay Area. So that was fun. Um, they won like 11 to 0. Um, and wow. it was like Star Wars night. So oh, like God. a bunch of the music was themed around Star Wars. There was a fireworks show themed around Star Wars. Oh, and in front of us, like two rows in front of us, there was this man with a flag, like a full-size Oakland A's flag Mm -hmm. on this big stick that he had like taped, like um, sports taped up, you know, like sports tape for like a hockey stick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this guy was so serious about his flag waving. He would like put it down, but maybe he he thought it was like a miserable and he was like, uh, (laughs) Gavrosh on the back when, of the guy waving the flag. When he put his flag down, he like had to straighten it to make sure like it wasn't getting crushed. And then the stand cheers would start, so it would go like bum 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 and he would like grab the flag and he had choreography for each stand cheer. So like specific things that he was doing with the flag for each song. And then he would put it down and like relax. And then as soon as like another stand cheer would start, he would like it would be like bum 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 bum, and he would like grab it and do the the cheer that he designated for that. It was so fast. Oh. I was watching that more than the game. It was so fascinating. One run more. <laughs> are we good? Who are they playing tonight? That night, please. I need this for my improv song. The twins. Who are they playing? I thought the Minnesota Twins. I thought since I didn't laugh at the joke the first time, you would maybe drop it though. No. One run more. <laughs> We need to beat the Minnesota Twins. If we lose our lead, it'll be the biggest sin. Rod Calbot, his boyfriend, Mike. He tried to <laughs> trick him and get psyched. One run more. <laughs> You're welcome. My mom's on Instagram, too, by the way. I know. I saw that. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. My sister says she doesn't really understand it, but she's out there liking my pictures. So, this is going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm sure there will be stories that will come from it. I get text messages about my Facebook statuses and pictures right now. This, this was originally going to be a news story, but it wasn't really much to it, but it relates to your Oakland A's thing. I think this week, um, the Dodgers are having the very first GLBT night. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, that kind of um, goes into one of my news stories. Can I do it? Go ahead. Um, the city of San Francisco is also having a LGBT night, LGBTQ. Wait, isn't that called every day in San Francisco? No, I'm not done. Let me oh. finish my sentence. <laughs> Specifically reaching out to homeless people. So it's uh, like a health fair and services fair. Uh, they're going to talk about like medical services, employment, housing, all of this kind of thing, all of these kind of things for LGBT homeless people. LGBTQ connect. It's called. Mm -hmm. And what's kind of fascinating about it, though, is um, they had like a a recent um, report that came out last June. And so 15% of the city's total population is gay, which is higher than most cities. 15% is pretty high. However, when it comes to homeless people in San Francisco, 29% of them are gay. That's high. That's, That's really ridiculously high, right? Yeah. So they're doing this, I mean, for obvious reasons then, since there's so many queer 
um, L- so many LGBTQ people on the street that they are trying to get them sp- services specifically. Of course, nobody's going to be turned away, but um, it's you're too butch. Sp- it's specifically for those people. So um, I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh well, that's uh, so thirty percent. So my my chances are better with homeless people in San Francisco. Where do you find these homeless people? In San Francisco. Hmm, interesting. 30% are gay, you say, right? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Might need to take a mega bus up to San Francisco, pick up some homeless people for me. Actually, you know what? That transitions into my story. We're doing really good transitions, Mike. What's your Really story? good segues. Did you hear about this guy, this douchebag uh, in Pasadena who hired homeless people to stand in line at the Apple store in Pasadena? No. Oh, yeah, the huge drama because basically he went through downtown LA, like Skid Row, and he was shouting like, "Hey, who wants to make some money?" and they gathered around and he offered to pay like if they, I don't know how many it was exactly, but a lot of homeless people $40 to stand in line at the Apple store in Pasadena. And they could buy two iPhones. If they bought two iPhones, he he fed them and paid them 40, he would pay them 40 bucks to get the iPhones, right? Mm-hmm. So he takes them in line and of course Look, let me tell you this. There's no good guys in this story, okay? Well, the homeless people, but that's it. Um, uh, so he takes them. They're the first people in line. Like, he dropped them off the night before. All these fucking Apple fanboys, man. They start losing their shit because there's homeless people in front of them, right? And they start bitching and moaning. So the Apple store is like, what's going on? There's these homeless people in line. So they change the policy, that, you know, because you got vouchers to pay on your number in line. Mm-hmm. They changed the policy. You had to have the money up front before you got a voucher to, to okay. buy the iPhones. Mm-hmm. So all these yeah. old people were like, well, I don't have the money to buy this iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, only a few of the homeless people in the front got to buy them and they got their $40. And then this guy stiffed all the rest of the homeless people and didn't pay them their money. And they were just left stranded in Pasadena. So... First, I want to hear your thoughts on this story. Well, stranded. I mean, okay. Um, so what do you feel about this guy doing this? Well, it's kind of gross. And what's gross about it is that it's somebody who's just wanting to get their hands on a really expensive gadget using somebody. But I don't well, know, no, like... no, no. Here, here's the deal. I think what this guy did is wrong because he he was doing like a, he was trying to be like I'm going to get all these iPhones and sell them and upsell them, right? Yeah, right. but I actually, for an individual to hire somebody, I'm not saying necessarily homeless, but to hire someone to stand in line at a fair wage, I don't think that's bad. Well, it kind of is fucks with the system, like this, Why? because I mean, phone or whatever. Like, I feel like if there's a limit on the number of them that you're supposed to get, like, what's going to stop? Somebody who wants all of them at a store. No, no, no. You're, and that's why, this is why that guy was wrong. And this is why they stopped that, right? But let's say it's just you, Mike Lawson. You want one phone. And I'm not saying particularly a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say like, you want one phone. And let's say, like, for instance, let's say I pay a former student. I'll, go, I'll pay you $60 to sit in line for a certain number of time. And then let's say like 30 minutes before the they go in, I go in there and take his place. Mm-hmm. Do you have a problem with that? No, I don't. And I even think to a certain extent a homeless person. Like, yeah. I mean, if that person wants to do it, uh, it kind of reminds me. Do you remember at South by Southwest a couple of years ago? 
I think two years ago, some New York um, ad agency paid homeless people to become wireless hotspots. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. So they went, they found people at homeless shelters specifically. They paid them, uh, but then the people just sat around with T-shirts on that said, like, hi, I'm Mike, and I'm a 4G hotspot with, like, password on how to get into the Wi-Fi. So I I don't know well, how and I Also, feel. the problem with this, too, is not... I think people are pissed because what this guy did was uber douchey. But I think the big problem is, too, is he didn't pay the ones that stood in line. So there's a large number of homeless people who stood in line and never got paid. Sure. Yeah, I think that's kind of weird. Um, I don't think that there's really anything wrong with paying a homeless person to do work, though. No, I don't agree with I don't disagree with that. I think I, 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 I might hire Joe. someone to stand in line for me next time. Joe, you used to pay me to sit and proctor exams. That's just as bad as standing in line at an Apple store. That's true, but uh, but or it, worse. Yeah, but uh, with some of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> did you have bad? Did you did you have bad kids when you did it? No, I never had really bad kids. I had there were some tests that I did that the kids were like not focusing, and I'm I was not getting, I was not there to like yell at kids or to tutor kids. I was there to sit and read. Yeah, there was one high school in particular. That was bad. I think it was probably that one. Because once I went to the uh, high school that wasn't like that, never a problem. It was the easiest job ever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, what are your thoughts? You Did you well, already like kind I of said, say? Well, yeah. This guy's a fucking he's – a, he's a total – man, I'm telling you. Here's what's plaguing this country is douchebags, tools, and bros are starting to overtake this country. I don't know why it's happening, but it's these fucking people who all watch the fucking goddamn show Entourage, and they think they're that person, right? Or they watch this Shark Tank with this Mark Cuban, who I actually don't even have a problem with Mark Cuban, but he is very douchey and hero to the bros. Or this show The Apprentice, and they think that they're all, they think now that they're all entrepreneurs. Let me tell you something. Don't do this. Don't don't exploit. To me, that's exploiting the homeless people. If you paid them. Like, even like, oh, fuck, tough cookies, man. I guess Apple fucked us over. But you paid them and you lost money. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, well, for, I think it's douchey to just try to buy up all the iPhones anyway. It is. But, I also think the, I guess, a concern that I have, and you just touched on it with uh, hiring, quote, unquote, hiring homeless people to do work, is there's no protection on the part of the homeless person. So in this case, because it wasn't a legal job, it wasn't like there was paperwork and this homeless person has resources to say like hey i did the work and never got paid do you know what i mean like it was just an agreement they maybe shook hands maybe not yeah so if it was i don't know a little bit more legit then there would be more protection i also think it should be yeah it should be more it's it's tricky when you get with the homeless because they can so easily be exploited <laughs> there's um speaking of douchebags let's continue this um segue stuff though we're, we're good we're gonna roll so douchebags they go in Vaginas, right? Sure. So my story kind of is about vaginas. In Hayward, a city up here, uh, this girl got shot. Basically, her house got sprayed with bullets um, at 2 a.m. last Thursday. Sprayed with gunfire. And the family didn't know, but the one of the girls, a 10-year-old girl, got shot in her bed in the buttocks area. And the family didn't call the police for five hours. So this hit the newspaper Friday morning, and the but they story knew was, she was hit. Well, at this time, at five hours later, they brought her to. They called nine one one and had an ambulance come. 
five hours after the gunshots. So Friday morning in the newspaper, it was like, this is kind of a, a weird story. They're still investigating, trying to figure out why it took five hours for the family to call. She's in stable condition. It, it's not that big. Like the gunshot wound wasn't that big of a deal, but just the story had, there was a missing piece. So now I'm looking at the newspaper to see that story. The family didn't call the police for five hours because they thought that she was having her first period. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Sure. Well, at first I was like, come on. This like, I wasn't born yesterday. Like, this is, this is stupid. But you know then that said, period that comes out of your fleshy part of your butt? It was a special well, period. Well, then I started thinking about it. Joe, like, if if you are the parent and the girl's bleeding in her pants, you're not necessarily like, you're not checking to make sure that it's coming out of the right hole. You know what I mean? Like you're not investigating her vagina. She's just in pain and she's bleeding. The girl actually, according to periods hurt. Well, I think if it's your first one, it's scary. I don't You're asking the wrong person. It's been a long time since my first period. And so, the the uh, investigators in the story now are saying the girl actually believed that it was also her period. Who are these people? And then the investigators also spoke with the family's doctor who confirmed that the entry wound was pretty small and could have been overlooked. So I don't know. It's just a really weird story because I kind of can see how it might pass. But then I'm also thinking, like, who your house is sprayed with bullets, and you don't call the police then, and then your daughter's like has a wound. They they thought that the daughter when she was born was a really big poo. <laughs> so they're not the brightest people in the world, really. They're like, oh, our house was just sprayed with bullets, and our daughter's bleeding. Must so, be a visit from Aunt Flo. It just goes to show if you think your daughter is like in pain or complaining, it's probably just her period. Yeah. Well, thirteen-year-olds complain a lot. She's so, ten. Oh well, the, ten. I'm gonna tell you something. The ages of ten to like fourteen, those are really annoying years. Mm, that's true. So I could be like, she's like, wah, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place. And shut up, you're having a period, you know. <laughs> I really think though, like your house is shot full of holes, and then after the shooting, your daughter's bleeding, and you're like, oh, maybe yeah. it's a period. Look, they're they're not look. <laughs> doesn't sound like they're making really bright connections at this household. Well, it could also be a sad state where gunfire is so common that it didn't like didn't set something off in your head where you're like, oh, maybe this bleeding is connected with that shooting. Um, well, here's a good transition. You were talking about vaginas and holes and periods, right? Yeah. You know who wants those things? Transgendered oh. people. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Did you hear about this wonderful story about uh, Marina High School in Huntington Beach just elected uh, a, a transgendered homecoming queen? Yeah, I did see that. I thought that was a very nice story. That's amazing. Her name is Cassidy Lynn Campbell. Go Cassidy. And, yeah, go Cassidy. And she was elected homecoming queen of Marina High School. Now, a very good friend of ours, Katie Noon, her father used to be the principal over at Marina. He no longer is. He's retired. But he used to be the principal over there at Marina High School. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they've elected a, a transgendered homecoming queen. You know what's funny is uh, this has kind of gotten lost in the story because I think she's recovered. But that night she put up a video, Cassidy Lynn Campbell, 
Um, I guess she came home from the football game and there were all these vicious tweets about her. Mm -hmm. And she posted a video of herself crying and saying, like, this was supposed to be a great night, but it's uh, it's now horrible because all these people are saying horrible things about me. But I guess uh, it it turned out okay. I guess she... There's something really beautiful about this because it's kind of hopeful, right? Uh, Young people, when they know somebody, like, they can celebrate their differences and enjoy that yeah, they can enjoy this. Whereas in our bigger world, it seems like that's not really possible. Well, I also think it's really hopeful too. Because, well, you know, also our friend Shane went to Marina high school and he was a born a woman. He was born a woman. Right. <laughs> but also what you guys, that's what, so not funny. I'm sorry. What, what other listeners don't know is Huntington beach is a gross, like, skinhead capital of the world disgusting place you know sure some people know that but yeah 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 Yeah. and so the fact that this happened there it gives me hope for that city and for the youth of that city that they're progressive enough to elect a transgendered homecoming queen right and it kind of even thinking back to my high school uh years there was one year where um somebody in like the homecoming court was like one of the kids that was like special not necessarily like down syndrome but like something was like mentally off a little bit and the kid got nominated but it was like it but it came from a mean place it was like wouldn't it be so funny if we elected so-and-so as homecoming king no i don't think this was from a mean place i guess the audience was chanting her name and people ran up and hugged her they were really 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 happy yeah it's wonderful yeah it's a great story Go Marina High School. Go Marina High School. Go Cassidy Lynn Campbell. Now I think our next, um, our really next hurdle is to elect a, a fat drag uh, drag queen, a fat homecoming queen. We'll never see though. I don't think I'll live to see a day when a fat homecoming. Yeah, I think you do in like Oklahoma, where like oh, like Minnesota. That's all, that's all they got. Yeah, like Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible, Joe. Okay. Um, what do you What do you got going on next week? Next week, I'm always really bad at that part. I never take notes in that part. Uh, I'm going to see some friends, you know, typical Chris and Mercedes, Michael and Julia, Shannon, get together, play games kind of thing. And I'm supposed to go to a birthday party next week and a wrap-up party for a a show that I worked on. Cool. Um, I'm entering the really, really busy time of year. Um, Last week, you and I struggled with communications because I was so busy. Um, and so I'm just going to continue that a lot of work stuff. And, um, on Thursday, there's the throwback Thursday at the local theater is playing Jurassic Park. So I'm going to try pretty hard to get to that. And I'm also, I have plans to cook dinner. I have this Pinterest recipe that I've been wanting to do. So I'm going to do that on, um, one of the nights this week too. Are you a good cook? Um, I'm not a bad cook. Yeah. I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever had your cooking. Really? That's I can't not th- true. I can't think of a time when I've had your cooking. No. Really? I can't I guess... think of a time. Wait, I feel there was one time you. I feel I can I I seem to have a memory of sitting in your place in Garden Grove and eating something you made. Yeah, I think you have, but not a lot. That's true. We didn't. We ate out a lot together. Yeah. That's weird. Because you like to cook too, and I think I've only eaten your food once. I went. To your parents' house for a barbecue, and you cook. Oh like yeah, I remember figs. Was, oh yeah, I remember the neighbor came over and was like, 
You're vegetarian? What, do you just eat vegetables all the time? <laughs> Something like that? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember the neighbor. We didn't. Ha- we also made you those really good veggie burgers, the mushroom burgers. Oh, yeah, the portobello yeah. mushroom marinated. Oh, God, my, my family still cooks those. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. good. Um, all right, Mike. Wow, really nice. I thought this was a very meaty. I think this was a very meaty episode. Meaty, meaty. Yeah. So meaty. Me- you know, there used to be a place in L.A. called Mo Meaty Meaty Meat Burgers. I never got a chance to eat there. It closed. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was a Mo Meaty Meaty episode. Yeah. Nice catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell, Mike. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,